Coming up on 5-Minute News. State of California to be abortion sanctuary if Roe v. Wade is overturned. Canada and UK join diplomatic boycott of Beijing Olympics. And US government's own plan to achieve net zero emissions by 2050. It's Thursday, December 9. I'm Anthony Davis. With more than two dozen states poised to ban abortion if the US Supreme Court gives them the okay next year, California clinics and their allies in the state legislature on Wednesday revealed a plan to make the state a sanctuary for those seeking reproductive care, including possibly paying for travel, lodging and procedures for people from other states. The California Future of Abortion Council, made up of more than 40 abortion providers and advocacy groups, released a list for the state to consider if the High Court overturns Roe v. Wade, the 48-year-old decision that forbids states from outlawing abortion. Democratic Governor Gavin Newsom started the group himself and in an interview said some of the report's details will be included in his budget proposal in January. We'll be a sanctuary, Newsom said, adding he's aware patients will likely travel to California from other states to seek abortions. We are looking at ways to support that inevitability and looking at ways to expand our protections. Abortion, perhaps more than any other issue, has divided the country for decades along mostly traditional partisan lines. A new decision overturning Roe v. Wade, which could come next summer, would be the culmination of Donald Trump packing the Supreme Court with conservatives. But Wednesday's report offers a first glimpse of how Democratic-dominated states could respond and how the debate over abortion access would change. California already pays for abortions for many low-income residents through the state's Medicaid program. And California is one of six states that require private insurance companies to cover abortions, although many patients still end up paying deductibles and co-payments. Canada joined Australia, Britain and the United States in a diplomatic boycott of the Winter Olympics in Beijing on Wednesday, with China calling the boycotts political posturing and a smear campaign. The United States was the first to announce the boycott this week, saying on Monday that its government officials would not attend February's Beijing Olympics because of China's human rights atrocities, weeks after talks aimed at easing tense relations between the world's two largest economies. China on Tuesday said the United States would pay a price for its decision and warned of countermeasures but gave no details. The International Olympic Committee sought to downplay the growing diplomatic boycott. Canadian Prime Minister Justin Trudeau said Beijing would be aware of long-standing Western concerns about human rights in China, so it shouldn't be a surprise that we decided not to send diplomatic representation. Almost as Trudeau spoke, IOC President Thomas Bach said the committee had always been concerned with the participation of the athletes in the Olympic Games. 
Asked earlier in Parliament if his country would follow Washington's lead, British Prime Minister Boris Johnson said there will be effectively a diplomatic boycott of the Winter Olympics in Beijing, no ministers are expected to attend, and no officials. I do not think that sporting boycotts are sensible, and that remains the policy of government, he added, indicating that British athletes will still compete. China said it has not invited any British officials. According to a new executive order signed by Joe Biden, the US government will be a net-zero contributor to the climate crisis by 2050 by slashing the planet heating emissions from its operations and transitioning to an all-electric fleet of cars and trucks. The federal government is the largest landowner, energy consumer and employer in the US, and it will lead by example in tackling the climate crisis, the White House said, by eliminating greenhouse gases from its activities. Under the order signed by Biden on Wednesday, the government will cut its emissions by 65% by the end of the decade, before reaching carbon neutrality by 2050. The government's fleet of 600,000 cars and trucks will be transformed, with all acquisitions of vehicles from 2035 being zero-emission versions. For light-duty vehicles, this deadline will come earlier, starting in six years' time. The order also demands that the 300,000 federally-owned buildings produce no net emissions by 2045, with a 50% cut in emissions by 2032. All electricity procured by the government will be from clean sources such as solar and wind by 2030. The executive order will tackle about 15% of all carbon emissions in the US, according to RMI, a non-profit clean energy organization. The commitment is the biggest yet by Biden towards his goal of cutting the US's overall emissions to net zero by 2050. The president has set other related goals, such as making America's electricity grid entirely renewable by 2035, and for half of all car sales in the country to be electric by 2030. You can subscribe to 5-Minute News on YouTube with your preferred podcast app, ask your smart speaker, or enable 5-Minute News as your Amazon Alexa flash briefing skill. Subscribe, rate, and review online at 5minute.news. 5-Minute News is an evergreen podcast covering politics, inequality, health, and climate, delivering independent, unbiased, and essential world news daily. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.